Hello, it's, uh, it's about 2.45, it's actually 3.45 on a uh, Friday, July 12th, and I'm just finding it absolutely necessary to practice speaking and having the ability to really slow it down and emphasize each word and sound and not to be too caught up on the perfection but I have noticed that I have this issue of I'm just almost saying the word too fast I can't even exactly explain it beyond I'm trying to get to the I'm trying to finish speaking before I've already said it and speaking is obviously very linear and I have to actually sound out each consonant and vowel and I have also noticed that I only stutter on consonants which I didn't ever realize until I don't know, six, eight months ago or so. And if I can put more emphasis on the vowels, it's, it's it helps. Um, also, just speaking and responding on my own time, not trying to say it immediately. Like allow for some pause, allow for some time to think. And also some time to slow it down. And I've, I've been seeing improvements outside of um, like outside of speaking on the phone and whenever I speak to others, I, I have felt also some improvements. And also whenever I do have a pretty serious blockage, I, I don't let it get to me, I, because I would, in the past, I'd often shut down or just not even try speaking at all, and that, that just puts me nowhere, and also saying things I, I find uncomfortable, or I don't know how others are going to respond, and it's why I have to just give a fuck, because also I interact with different people in a way that, that, that they aren't my life, or as in, I, I subjugate a lot of that opinion or thought at times to whatever I think the other person is thinking, like I've said it before, I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. And that perception of a, a perception of a self is so out of whack of quote unquote reality. And um, I've also found I don't have to be perfect in my diction to have people understand me, but I do have to be more improved, because, uh, I mean, 
the job is people don't always fully understand me and um, in college we had this guest lecture this was first year it was intro to architecture and I asked a question and I didn't think I stuttered that bad which and I didn't but the um and the professor was relaying the questions to the guest lecture and he asked a completely different question and I mean it was close but I and I didn't stutter at all either and it's just that almost caring too much but also at the same time I'm, I can see how it can also be a cop out of not actually making a decision for, for myself and standing up but also I've grown to be able to also be my own judge and in and, 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 and a in more of a grading sense in a sentencing sense but I'm, I'm, as in I'm able to see the quality in life that I want to achieve and that can't come from others like I just have to be ultra aware and ultra observant and that's about the best I got because often I am way off in my head either in some impossible future or some memories impaired past because as memories fade and I mean even if it's quick our, our perception in that in that memory is not the whole truth and being able to step outside of our exact memories especially of how, of how we were feeling at that exact time it seems um, pretty important to accessing the now and these two books I have found Power of Now and Mindset um, Power of Now is by Edgar Tolle and Mindset by Carol Dweck and like I would recommend these books to anyone because they really help me switch that cognitive perception into the now and into able to, able to really dive in and appreciate the experience obviously at this point in time it's not from permanent and ubiquitous in my life but I'm able to catch these moments of extreme presentness and even for a small example I'm just looking up at the clouds or the sunset or tree and typically it's nature and I'm able to become fully aware and appreciate and, and observe out thought and just experience. But it's kind of odd because I'm only able to realize what I was doing after I was, after it's over. Because in the second I start thinking in that state, it's gone. But I can feel it.
and it, it for sure gives me hope um whenever I was introduced to the idea of a bodhisattva a Buddha who had or a monk who has achieved enlightenment but instead of permanently living in that space the sole purpose is to share with others and to try and help on that path as well and that hit me along with this argument of if you sit and meditate 20 hours a day then your life is nothing more than that of a rock but to be able to stay in enlightenment in all of life's situations and able to stay present, able to stay in the flow, and that really means rolling with everything that comes at you and, and, and reacting a lot more than being too caught up on knowing what is right or, or, or overthinking, because overthinking can really be the Tough of anything because that just leads to an action and an over emotion and then neurosis potentially and no one enjoys neurosis unless they are obviously a masochist but even then still aren't really enjoying it there's some underlying reason of why you why you aren't feeling that way and it's it, it's interesting how the whole nature and culture debate is still unsolved because I see so many people who have these life influences on them and they are shaped because of it and then others who it seems that they are just who they are regardless of the situation and I find that beautiful because too many times I find my attitude and overall mental health is circumstantial. Circumstances are always changing, so you have to be here now. And it's such a cliche, but in, in such a subjective experience that. I get why the Bodhisattva would dedicate their lives to wandering and sharing and, and trying to unpack and say the, the unspeakable. Because in all reality, an experience is about, it's the closest word I can get to the, the unspeakable. Because even if it's an image, even if that image speaks a thousand words the experience is infinite it will take so long and also because your entire past has led up to that moment to that experience to that existence too so trying to explain your entire history to someone accurately is damn near impossible because they also are not you so they don't take it the same way so if we're able to 
bump the abstraction up to a point that we can communicate it correctly and a lot of it is surrendering to the group as in allowing them to all float but there's still an overarching hierarchy and strategy and possible oppression and corruption because we are human still um, and especially with circumstances always changing I, I had this realization last night and it's not like a brand new one but I was able to actually put it into words that I, so I just graduated undergraduate school and I have many options in front of me and I can take many different paths and I'm trying to take the more difficult one of moving and of seeing a new city and seeing new life and I am currently in Arlington, Texas. I've lived in Dallas for almost my entire conscious life and I've had I've had the fortunate ability to travel a pretty decent amount both domestically and internationally and that has really opened my eyes to the necessity to not stay in your home bubble for too long and it's why I am moving out to Los Angeles at, at the end of this month um, I'll have some family out there. My dad and his wife are um, currently living out there, and I just see this, see this as an opportunity to challenge myself. And I see a lot of people I went to school with staying here and taking the easiest road possible. And I'm really, really trying to subject myself to the most voluntary challenge that I can take because it'll force me to grow and if I stay in this area that I know well I can feel the stagnation upon me <laughs> and actually I've been decently stagnant in school I mean I'm still living in the same place and I my habits haven't fully switched into the life of a professional yet and I just really need that change of scenery as well as my dad being that example and, um, and just so I'll take it into too much history but my parents split, split, split up and I was in I don't know Fourth or it was fifth or sixth grade. I don't, I don't recall the exact year, but um, so long story short, I've had um, a ton of uh, interaction with, where I've been raised heavily by my mom since that time, and as many great qualities as she has. There are some I can st st still extract from 
my fault and, and, and I can see this as an opportunity to take what I can from him because he's also one to call you on your shit and this is definitely a period in time I have to get to a point I can call myself out on my own shit and it's I'm getting closer every day but it's definitely a longer process and spending this closer time with my dad I can only see as an advantage and I also see negative examples as a blessing because when others have made mistakes before you you can see that coming or the potentiality for similar or different kinds of mistakes and then veer away from that example so I can become a, a better version of my parents and to try and incorporate all of the positive aspects of their personality, their personalities that are in me and as they did with their parents and so on and so forth.